Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. We're back. We're back. In black. Well, I'm wearing a black shirt, yes. Well, you're, you're wearing a black compression shirt. A black undershirt. It's an it's, undershirt. It's a compression shirt. Undershirt. It is a superhero tight shirt. It's not just a tight t-shirt. It's a compression shirt. So it's the kind of thing that like the Avengers wear. You look like an Avenger. What, what? Yeah. You're, not, you're like not cool a, enough for DC. You're Marvel. Yeah. I'm, 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 you're definitely Marvel. I'm a Marvel yeah. Avenger? Yeah. Yeah. I, c- I can't think of like one that fits my build. Oh, okay. And I don't know the name of that one guy mm. from uh, Doctor oh. Strange. I, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. Don't matter. Mm. So, are you rested? <laughs> uh, you know, I got my gizzards. Okay, good. You're resting. I'm resting. I got from preaching. I got my cigar. Mm-hmm. And I got a little bit of scotch. Good. That's not scotch. What do I have? You have Irish whiskey. I have a little bit of Irish whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, Travel preached last week. Jimmy preached this week. Mm-hmm. I've had two Sundays off. Man. Getting back into Next it. Next week's going to be fire. Uh, we'll see. Fire. Oh, pe- Expectations are high. Mm, well, <laughs> we'll see. It'll be, uh, it'll be, what is it? It's Acts 3, 1 through 10, I think it is. Mm, uh, yep. Peter and the healing and all that. Nice. So we'll be talking about heal, healing miracles and all that. It'll be fun. Yeah, that will be it. fun. Yeah. That'll be good. That'll be good. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to that. Yeah. So, one. you know, I had uh, I had this week off. Yeah, this week. Just, yep. just hanging out with family, hanging mm-hmm. out with my wife. And, uh, and you know what I did? What did you do? I went to Cane's. Wait, on your list, Cane's? Yeah, Cane's Chicken. Because, you know, they're on my list. They've been on my list for a couple years. Now, remind everybody and remind me. Yeah. Because you've got such weird reasons why. I don't have weird. I have very You've got weird reasons why for things. So why were they on the list to begin with? First of all, I have a list. Right. It's here's uh, the order of my list that it's in. It, it, the, the list is not. You don't want to be on the list because if you're if if the if you if you get on the list, I'm done. We're done. You'll you'll never get so off the, the list. So I went to Canes. The one time I went to Canes, mm-hmm. finally opened up. Went to Canes. Uh, I, I I looked first on the website. I looked at the, and I looked on uh, the, what is it called? Uh, Google Maps. Okay. Says okay. they're open. I go all there. Right. All drive all the way there. Closed because it was Mother's Day or something. Something lame. So, um, so <laughs> you don't close on Mother's Day anyways. So I put them on my list. Don't care. It was like, you're missing out. Don't care. So I'm finally like, you know what? You're it's, finally going to give it a I'm, shot? I'm going to give it a shot. So I go to Cane's. All right. And uh, I'm like, cool. Uh, let me get just like your couple tenders. Yep. Yep. You know, whatever. And uh, Yeah, don't and, get the sandwich. Okay, yeah. And, anyway. So I got tenders and I'm like, oh, cool. And they go, well, I, I'm looking at their sauces and I'm like, I don't, okay. Uh I go, well, what kind of sauce comes with? And they, they told me cane sauce or whatever. Yeah, cane sauce. I'm like, cool. You got any barbecue as well? And they're like, nope. I was like, how do you not have, how do you not have barbecue sauce at it? You serve chicken strips and mm-hmm, chicken. No, you mm-hmm. don't have barbecue sauce. They're like, no, we don't have barbecue sauce. I'm like, really? Like, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. back on the list, back on the did, list. Did you even try the chicken? Of course. Did you try it with the cane sauce? Yeah. Cane sauce is good, right? No, yeah, it's good. It, it wasn't, it wasn't amazing. It wasn't great, but it was good. Yeah. I don't think the chicken is as good as other places. I think that sauce is nice, though. I think the chicken is good, and the sauce was fine. I, I just, I don't understand. Listen, even if I don't want the barbecue sauce for my chicken, I want it for my fries. Mm. Don't have barbecue sauce. So, How do you okay, not so have barbecue sauce? So let me get this straight. Sauce? They're on your list yeah. because they don't do things the way you want. They don't do the way things everybody knows you're supposed to do them. Who says you have to? 
People, the universe people, say speaks. The, people say the same thing about our podcast. Natural law. They say the same thing about our podcast. You shouldn't do this. You can't do that. And what do we say? Our podcast. Yeah, here's the difference. We do what we want. In those situations, they are wrong. Oh. In this situation, <laughs> I am right. And they. Uh, so is, is it that the common theme here is you're always right regardless? Well, I'm not always right, but when I'm right, I'm right. Mm. That's what I'm saying. I just, I just think barbecue. Barbecue sauce goes to chicken. It's like a baseline. You should always have barbecue sauce. It's like I went to that that pizza place. That 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 like little I don't know pizza place right over here. Mod Pizza. I went to Mod Pizza. How is it? It's good. Okay. Their, their pizzas are good. Their pies are good. Again, they're not mind blowing, but they're they're good. They're yeah. worth eating. They're worth, they're wor- owned by Oberweiss, yeah. I don't know. Okay, go ahead. They're, they're connected, I think. But anyways, so I go there and I order. I'm like, oh cool. Oh, oh and they got the dipping sauces. I'm like cool. I'm like great, man. So I'm looking at all their sauces. I'm like, you got like garlic dipping sauce? Like every pizza joint has. They're like, nope. Like, how do you not have garlic? Like, that's like the, the starter sauce. Like, everybody has the garlic <laughs> dipping, then you have all the others. I don't, how do you not have garlic? I just don't get it, man. And on the list. Yeah. No, no, mod's not on the list. Their pizza's, what? Their pizza's good enough without oh, it. Oh, so let's yeah. get this straight then. Yeah. It's completely preferential, not by the laws of nature. Yeah, laws of nature. Here's the thing. It's not the laws of nature. You don't, you're, you're picking and choosing. A sauce, first of all, sauce with, with strips is a necessary thing. Yeah. You always, no. but you don't have to have sauce with pizza. Yeah, yeah, the crust. No, you don't have to have sauce. Yes. No, that's that. that that's a. That, Papa that, John's that, has taught us. Yeah, uh, you yeah, must I know. have right. the sauce. Yeah, that, that's, that's modern. That's, a, that's an invention. It's new. Yeah. So it's no. No, no, no. no. You're just you're just trying to uh, justify by the way, by the your way, list. Thanks for having my back. I'm sharing with you my trials and tribulations, <laughs> and you don't have my back. Trials okay, and tribulations. Guess who's on my list? Oh, I'm on your Boom, list. <laughs> that's it. So you know what I was thinking today? What was that? Can I share? Sure. I would yeah. save this one. No, no, no. So I was thinking second service right before I go up to preach. Announcements are going on. Now I'm not paying attention. Yeah, I never pay attention. Yeah. We're, I, we're preparing to preach. Well, I wasn't doing that. No. But I sat there and I thought to myself, wait a second. It's my 12-year anniversary. Not 12. 10-year anniversary mm. for when we first started listening to Redeemer sermons while we were in Canada. Oh, look at you. And looking at uh, moving out here and joining Redeemer Fellowship. So 12 years to the day? Uh, yeah, it was the first week of March. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah, first week of March, I started looking. And I even remember the first sermon. Mm. Not what you preached on, but the fact that you forgot your notes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Jen had to go get my notes. <laughs> that my you forgot. While I was standing up there. Your notes. And then you started talking about uh, Yoshi in Japan, that you you just got back from a visit. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so that's how you know. Like, oh, wow, this guy does not know what he's doing. He can't even get up there to, to deliver a sermon without <laughs> forgetting his notes and I'm stuff. I'm up here, and I don't have my notes. You're like, I can uh, I can get into that church and take over. No, <laughs> no, I, I, was like, I, was, I was like, oh, they accepted him. They're going to accept me. Yeah. <laughs> if that guy can be the lead pastor. I could go ahead and be a member, and I could fly under the radar. <laughs> So, um, you know, we took a week off and mm-hmm. thank you guys for being patient with us. Um, for, because, you know, I, I took some family time and Jimmy was working and so neither one of us could just do it on our own. And, uh, and some stuff was going on mm-hmm. at the end of February uh, on the Twitter. On the, on the Twitter. On so, the Twitter, yeah. So I missed this. I only saw a little bit of it. Okay. I saw the repercussions of it. Mm-hmm. Can you lead us in on this? Well, uh, as most of you know, February is uh, African Ahera- African American History Month, and it's, it's an opportunity to learn and to celebrate about the contributions of the uh, African American community in America, hist- America's history uh, and our culture. Mm. Uh, you know, it, it, it's cool, uh, and you know, we people debate. You know, among even among 
African-Americans, they debate like <laughs> uh, whether or not we should have African-American history. And if you're going to do it, <clears throat> why, why the, the shortest, shortest month? Yeah. Shortest month in the cold. It's like, we're, okay, all the, we're going to give one, we're going we're gonna to name one of these planets in our solar system after an American, African-American leader, like Pluto, like a little tiny one. Mm. not like saturn with the no. rings <laughs> anyway um but yeah, listen, i'm down i like it i like learning and uh about contributions to uh to america so it's all good um well anyways the the sbc um established that the last sunday of february is a racial reconciliation sunday and uh th this is not a strange thing we have a number of days set aside uh by the sbc on the sbc calendar tons of them for e like almost mm. every week of the month now most most southern baptists don't really pay that much attention yeah. to the Southern Baptist calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not like that kind of a liturgically oriented church. Um, but like, I mean, you got to think, you got what, January 16th, uh, Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. Yeah, and th that one gets a lot of play. Yep. Right, oh, you know, the, against abortion and protecting the unborn. Uh, March 27th is Church Planting Emphasis Sunday. May 22nd, Children's Ministry Sunday. There you go. June 5th, Disaster Relief Sunday. Uh, July 3rd, Religious Liberty Sunday. Mm -hmm. November 6th is Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church. And then November 13th, Orphans and Widows Sunday. Yep. And uh, December 25th, Birth of Jesus Sunday. Birth of Jesus Sunday. <laughs> Christmas Sunday. <laughs> so um, and there's a ton. We just pulled a couple Well, Hold on. Not every 25th is on. I know. I just grabbed the, the, the date and said, oh, okay. Uh, right. what? Couldn't do the math for this year. Ah, gotcha, I gotcha. Okay, okay. Just, okay. just okay. Trying, to, trying to have a little fun. No, no. Oh, it sorry, was very, it was sorry, very man. fun. No, it was great. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, uh, the SBC Executive Committee, which um, we've talked about them before, that's a committee that keeps uh, uh, the, the machinery and the mission g continuing uh in between our annual meetings, right? So it's a committee of, of, of people that, that serve the, the, the convention uh, by keeping uh, the apparatus in motion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. So they put out a, a tweet, uh, you know, promoting this, um, this particular uh, celebration, right? Um, racial reconciliation uh, su Sunday. And uh, some people took issue uh, a lot of people took issue with this tweet. Now, here's well, the tweet. Oh, but not just promoting it. <clears throat> they also provided like the, a free downloadable bulletin insert yeah. for the church to use that weekend. And let's be honest. Most of the time, I don't want outside stuff nah. going into my bulletin. Nah. I, like, I like to know what's going on. I like to have my own say. And all that. But anyways, here's the tweet um, from the SBC Executive Committee. Uh, this Sunday, February 27th, is Racial Reconciliation Sunday in the SBC. The ERLC has provided a free downloadable bulletin insert for use by your church this weekend. Download it here. And, and uh, it was, it's, it's written by uh, Lemanuel Williams. Uh, he's the Director of Discipleship at Redem Redemption City Church in Franklin, Tennessee. Um, I, I think it'd be good if we if we actually read this. All right, go ahead. Right. Or do you want me to? You, I'll let you read it. All right, yeah, you you've got it on your phone, so it might be hard to read. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate okay. you, bro. <clears throat> A call to prayer. Now, listen. You know what some people's reaction up against this is already, or if you don't know, you might anticipate what it is. So listen to what is said here. A call to prayer and fasting in order to combat racism and injustice. Racism has its roots in demonic strongholds that aren't easily bound. 
They are primarily spiritual. These beliefs have been subliminally thread into the fabric of our society and persons over the span of centuries. To assume that racism can be eradicated from our society by mere political ascendancy, legislation, or by modest enhancement to the great American experiment is to assume too much about the power held in the visible realm. I like that. It's a good paragraph. Mm -hmm. Christians in our nation are looking to wage heavenly war on racism and injustice. For that, I am grateful. Having a discipline of prayer and fasting against these strongholds in our nation is a good first step. It is also prudent to admit that it is hard to stay present in this battle when it is not always seen with our eyes, depending on our context. So I think it's safe to say that we will need habitual practices in our churches, families, and individual lives to stay continually engaged in the battle. Not in a legalistic way, but in a focused and intentional manner. Set aside time with your church's family or yourself in each month to pray and fast against the stronghold of racism. Husbands and wives, your family may need to find a way to start the conversation before creating the rhythm. In the meantime, you can begin privately establishing the rhythm and inquire for God's wisdom for your family until you can carefully cultivate understanding and prepare your family to go in that direction. Finally, I would encourage you to note specific things to pray and fast about related to racism and injustice in America. It may seem strange to set aside a time in the month to pray and fast against these issues, but doing so while asking God to address specific injustices will provide more motivation. Racism and slavery along with it is our nation's original sin. It is backed by demonic forces and cannot be easily overcome. Developing a regimented practice of prayer and fasting against these strongholds is the best first steps to waging warfare against them. So gear up, 1 Peter 1.13, it's time to go to war, 2 Corinthians 10.4. That's the insert. So on, on the insert, there I don't see, I mean, you can read into it, People want to read into it, I suppose. Um, but what I see is uh, Lemuel Williams saying that racism is fundamentally a spiritual problem mm -hmm. and that, uh, therefore, it must be combated spiritually. And uh, the call to action here is is prayer and fasting over this problem. Any red flags for you? <clears throat> no. Not not in this, not in this. And I, I think where, well, I think where the maybe, and I'm going to try to be, I haven't been following this. So I'm going to try to be, so correct me, Joe, where I'm wrong here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is, is people's concern with the actual letter? Because the letter is, is talking about combating racism and injustice, but the tweet is talking about a racial reconciliation Sunday. I, there's a difference between those two for me. Yeah, well, racial reconciliation um, probably is dealing in in some broader. It's probably broader in its application, and combating racism is more specific in my mind. Oh, correct. Yeah. So I think I think the broader point, though, in in that tweet of racial reconciliation, is that. I see a difference between the two. I, I guess I see a, the difference between the two. I have no issue with the call to prayer and fasting in order to combat racism and injustice. There is still racism. People are racist. Like you, you but see. not in the SBC. What? What? Say it again. But who said that? Now I'm asking you. Well, what I'm, you say? <laughs> Tom Buck. Uh, he, he, he says uh, he put up a tweet in response to this. There are no racists in the SBC. 
Racial reconciliation isn't controversial. The difference is some of us believe it's been accomplished in Christ through the gospel. While the approach of others is to follow a worldly model that is inherently divisive as this exchange proves, which is something that they were talking about. Um, so just going back up to what you're talking about here. Um, so let's just say the reason it's, I think, important for us to read Lemanuel Williams' uh, little insert here mm-hmm. is that it is, um, he is saying, listen, the issue of racism is a spiritual one. We have spiritual directives. Mm-hmm. We need to handle this in a particular way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he is offering like, hey, listen, if this is a sin problem, then we address this sin problem with prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talks about strongholds, which I think, yes, I do think that, that's what strongholds are these these ideologies that captivate the mind and, and lead us away from Christ and, and, and gospel principles. So and clearly racism is one of those things. So. I don't have a problem with Lemanuel Williams's article there or his little insert. I think what he is saying is is good as an application point mm-hmm. for racial racial reconciliation Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people like racial reconciliation were, were responding to this like, so, well, you're saying there are racists in the SBC and guys like Tom Buck are saying, well, no, uh, there aren't any racists in the SBC. And I, w- I want us to talk about that, but let's let's also look at um, the Conservative Baptist Network. Uh, also, seem to not like this very much. Um, they they actually posted up. They're, 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 listen, I'll tell you what. Hey, CBF, um, whoever you got doing your little graphics and stuff, look good. That's a nice graphic. Yeah, you guys. I'm telling you, and you didn't want to. You didn't want to offer up prayers for racial reconciliation Sunday, but you do have a whole bunch of prayer call, calls for prayer for. Uh, uh, Ukraine, uh, which is great, by the way. Pray for Ukraine. Uh, but And your graphics are tight. They look good. All right. Racial Reconciliation Sunday. So um, he uh, they, they have a, a passage of scripture at the top of this, and it's uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21, um, about we are all one in Christ. And then here's what they had to say. The Conservative Baptist Network appeals to the sufficiency of scripture in this and every other area of life and reaffirms this statement issued February 21, 2022. The Conservative Baptist Network favors unity in the gospel of Jesus Christ. As far as races are concerned, we maintain that each of us belongs to the human race. We are all of Adam and we are all of Noah. And more importantly, if we have been born again, John 3, 3, we are all united in Christ, Galatians 3. Distinctions made based on the levels of melanin in one's skin amount to the sin of partiality, James 2. In a fallen, sin-ridden world, humans have wronged and will continue to wrong one another. We must continually seek seek and give forgiveness as the Bible teaches and make every effort to live in harmony. Lots of scripture. May Southern Baptists not make reconciliation appear more difficult or convoluted than it is. Division is caused exclusively by sin, and Jesus Christ crucified and raised to life offers the only solution to sin. We do not need any worldly ideologies or frameworks to recognize sin as the problem and Christ as the solution. We pray Southern Baptists will lead the way in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world that clearly is looking for the answers in all the wrong places and coming up hopelessly without a sufficient solution. So that was their uh, that was their statement, and. Um, and, and, and some people were not responding to this. And part of what's been really bothering me is, and it's really bothered me this past week when I, when I thought about it. Uh, I, tried not, I tried to focus on my family. But it's like we are really bad at talking with each other. Mm. We're really good at talking 
at each other or talking past each other. Mm-hmm. But it, I, it really does seem like, and this is not exclusive to any one particular side. This is not only yeah. true of people that are affiliated with a CBF. It's, 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 I see it on all sides. We, it's like we have lost the ability to talk with each other as brothers and sisters, and we have chosen to talk at or past each other like political pundits and talking heads on TV. It's really unhelpful and I think unchristian in, in, in many ways. Mm. And so, so some people were responding to the SBC executive committee tweet and reading into racial reconciliation Sunday, uh, saying like, Oh, this is an effort to promote CRT. Like a lot of people were saying that like, Oh, you're trying to, and while this has been around since the sixties, this is not a, a new thing. This has been there forever. You can take it or leave it. You use it. Don't use it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not a thing. And then other people were looking at, uh, you know, at, at this thing by CBF and then just going after them and lighting them up. And, uh, you know, what we like to do, <laughs> we try to go like, okay, let's make sense of it. Like mm-hmm. what's right, what's wrong. Like where, you know, are, what are people missing when they're looking at the person that they're taking issue with? And did you see, um, SBC this week? They, uh, they actually put a nice little helpful thread up, uh, on Twitter to address uh, this, the background. Yeah. Yeah. They wrote, uh, uh, it's in a thread here. <clears throat> Messengers approved this in 1963 as part of upcoming SBC calendars. The practice of having an SBC event calendar had begun in the 30s to highlight denominational efforts and promote ministry efforts and mission missions causes. You go to sbc.net slash calendar, you can see all the stuff. Yeah. Uh, this week will be the 56th observance of such a day in Southern Baptist life. The SBC began observing what was then called Race Relations Sunday in 1965. Each calendar date is sponsored and resourced by a partner entity. Race and Relations Sunday was sponsored by the Home Mission Board, now NAM, and Christian Life Commission, now ERLC. ERLC is now the primary resource partner for Racial Reconciliation Sunday. And then the naming, uh, the name changed, I think, in the 90s. Um, okay. Right around the time we uh, passed resolution, you know, expressing repentance and regret over our past, mm. you know, apologizing for our history of, you know, owning slaves as a conv- as yeah. convention members or, um, you know, the, the racism that was certainly evident in, uh, you know, parts of the early parts of the SBC. All right. So let's, 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 let's just talk about um, the conservative Baptist networks statement. Right. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. And and, and and it's reflected in what Tom Buck said, like, you know, uh, the, the racial reconciliation is accomplished in Christ through the gospel, right? So how is the statement right and how might it be missing something? Well, I mean, I think it's right in the, in the sense that, yeah, Jesus paid the price for that. Jesus paid the penalty. Um, yeah, the, the, that, the sin and he has brought, he has brought people together. He has brought like uh, uh, those who are far off, those who are enemies, those who had nothing to do with each other. He has united them as one body of Christ, yeah. as one people of God, together rejoicing, worshiping, and praising him for all he's done. Yeah. One family. Yep. Brothers and sisters in Christ. And um, and, and I love this. Like, you know, Jimmy, you were preaching the, today and you were talking about um, you're part of, you, know, you, you were hitting on this idea of fellowship 
at one point and uh and i started taking notes at, you know at that point because it, it triggered some thoughts about you know what you were saying and and one of the things that i always go back to is how you know in the new testament the uh you know the the, the apostles oftentimes talk about Hey, listen, our fellowship with God is what allows us to have fellowship together. Exactly. Right? We want you to have fellowship with us because our fellowship is with the Father. And so, like, yeah, there's no more Jew Gentile. There's no more, there's like slave free. We as we relate to each other, we relate to one another as brothers and sisters in the church. So, yeah, of course they are right when they when they say that the the answer to the problem of racism or the the answer to how can we reconcile people that have been at odds. Um, whether it's for um, just causes or unjust mm -hmm. causes, ultimately found in the gospel. But I think they're also right in that <clears throat> we've allowed worldly ideologies to really take control of the conversation, which leads mm -hmm. to what you were talking about, talking heads, these pundits, just parroting back what their side says and not listening yeah. and trying to nuance for the, you know, with what's being discussed. And, and I think they're right in that we, we need to be very careful yes. in our understanding of sin problems. Uh, we, we want the scripture to determine uh, what our sin yes. problems are. And, uh, you know, the, when, it, when it comes to the, the sociological impact of some of these sins, then fine. Yeah, the research and all that stuff can really come into play and be helpful. But in terms of understanding the nature of sin and, uh, and, and where the solution is found, it's got to be found in the Bible, and uh, and I think what, what you and I would would agree with them on is to say if we're looking for answers in the world to combat the core problem, then we're, we're looking at the wrong place. Yeah, yeah, because that's not we need to be looking to Scripture and Scripture alone. Yeah. So then, getting to mm -hmm. how is it wrong? Yeah, and th this is I think part the way I think about it is is you're saying that the gospel. Um, is the answer to the problem that Christ has made the two one. Yes, that is the, the principal truth. Mm -hmm. But in practice, we still need to fight for the the overthrowing of sin in our lives. We still need to address the the common recurring problems. I mean, like, like think about it like this. Are there racists in the SBC? The, the fact that somebody said there are no racists in the SBC is the funniest thing in the world to me because uh, it's sad. Uh, because to me, that's like asking, are there adulterers? It's like saying there's no adulterers in the SBC. There are definitely adulterers in the SBC because the SBC is made up of sinners mm -hmm, who mm -hmm. have a host of sin problems, heart problems that manifest themselves in a variety of ways. Now, yeah, like the notion like a true SBC member would not do that. Like, a true believer would not do that. Yet we see yeah. people that believe that stumble and fall. Right. Yeah. In in in, in dramatic ways. Mm -hmm. Are there porn addicts in the SBC? Are there greedy, swindling pastors in the SBC? Yeah. Does this mean that they aren't real SBC? Like, okay, they're they're not ideal SBC members. Sure, they're not ideal. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to put them up on stage. Re well, yeah, well, you won't. I won't. Somebody will. <laughs> Some people do. <laughs> Some people do. But I. But again. I uh, see again, I just I don't get I try not to get really defensive about this sort of a thing. If somebody says like, oh, the SBC, if somebody were to say the SBC is racist, I would say like, I don't think the SBC is racist. I think it's fair to say that we there that racism was a part of our origin because mm -hmm. of, of, of yeah. you know, and again, uh, I don't think racism was the driving force for us starting it, but it was a part of why we came into existence. Um, and, and, and 
but at the same time, I, I, I would say like, I, well, I, I don't think that the SBC is racist, but I also don't think that the SBC escapes the charge of racism among its members. I, I've, I don't, I, and I would also say, I don't think that racism is an epidemic problem in the SBC mm. as far as I can see. Like, I don't, I don't see widespread racism, but I have encountered racism and I know many pastors who have encountered racism in SBC churches by SBC leaders, you know, mm. I, we've seen it. And yeah, many of us have dealt with that, you know, locally as we're supposed to, we've called that out. We've called for repentance. We've done all of that. Many of us have shrunk our churches over it. <laughs> you mm. know, uh, I, I mean, goodness, I would say uh, one of the churches I was at, we went from, we probably lost two thirds of our people as we pressed wow. into that issue. So, um, so yeah, I, I get a little, I guess, I guess what's missing, it's not that what's wrong with the, with the uh, CBN statement, it's what's missing. And it's like, okay, it's like saying like, okay, well, the, Christ had reconciled everybody, but we still had favoritism happening in Acts. And so we had to have deacons developed to deal with the problem in a practical way. That was a racist-y kind of a thing going on. Peter himself was called out mm -hmm. for, for uh, how he was uh, ignoring the, the Gentiles. Yep. So you've got to call it out wherever you see it. You've got to deal with it. And just, again, like, I, I don't know why such, I mean, I do know why. The, rea the, the reaction to uh, Racial Reconciliation Sunday uh, is an overreaction because I think, it, I, think it, I think there's a conspiracy theory mindset that a lot of people have like, oh, this, this is another attempt where like mm -hmm. you know, they're trying to push an agenda. Time for the downgrade. Yeah, it, you know, if, it, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't see it. I, I, I don't think that, uh, I just don't buy it. I, I don't, I think most people look at this and they, they would go, okay, cool. They read the insert and they go, all right, that's a good insert. I'll use it. Or that's ah, not a good insert. I'm not going to use it. But you know what you can do? You, you could say, hey, it's racial reconciliation Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then at our church, you hit it and you say the thing, hey guys, you say the thing that, um, that you want to say, right? You yeah. say like, oh, th this is something that we want to. We want to deal with and we want to talk about it in the way that we think is most biblical. I, I, mm. I don't know why you wouldn't want to take the opportunity, or, or not, not, not that it has to be that Sunday, but on whatever Sunday. I don't know. It just seems like it, there's, a, there's, a, there's a big over, overreaction. Um, and I don't think, it, I don't think it's uh, fundamentally a problem of how you're defining racism, right? Because some people would say racism is, well, it's just being prejudiced against another race. Um, other people would say, well, no, 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 it's, it's, it's prejudice and power against a, a minority mm -hmm, race. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, 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 word racism isn't in the Bible. So I'm, I'm not paralyzed over, I'm not going to, I'm not going to die over how we're defining racism. Like let's, let's, I, I have a way that I would conceive of it. Other people disagree, but if we talk about it in, in, the, in the principal forms, we talk about, you know, prejudice and, uh, manipulation or whatever. Um, we, we can still get down to the core of it. And I tend to think that racism is less of a, you are racist or you aren't. And it's almost like a spectrum where it's like, I'm, I don't think I'm racist, but I can be racist. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? I, th mm. I think anybody can be racist in a particular moment. They, they, maybe they, cause like, I think the seeds of all sin are in us. And so I don't know that it's, I don't think that it's just like, oh, well you are, or you aren't, but what I am is a sinner. And so I'm not an adulterer, but I could be one. Mm. Well, I'm not a racist, but I could be one. I, 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 that, that mentality could creep in. It could overtake. And I, so I think that's one aspect that's, that's missing.
not from all this. All right, Jimmy. Um, what 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 would we hope people would just they would see racial reconciliation Sunday? What would we hope would be some a basic response to racial reconciliation Sunday that that wouldn't be dramatic or or, or traumatic? Well, I think you have the option, like you said, it's it's there as a calendar, right? It's there on the calendar. It's there as a resource. What what the uh, SPC puts out, you could just ignore it, like you ignore what? everything else. <laughs> wait, I I don't have to. Wait a minute, I don't have to fight over it. I don't have to use it. I don't no. have to do anything. I don't have to do anything. No one's forcing you oh. to put the to print the insert and put it in your bulletin. I thought I had to. I thought no. all Southern Baptist churches had to do no, no. what was and on the calendar. No, no, because I mean, come on. How often are we ignoring most of those days on the calendar? Yeah, it, it, listen, we like to do our thing here at Redeemer. <laughs> we don't like people telling us what we're going to do. We like to determine what we're going to do mm-hmm. uh, as we follow Scripture. And but yeah, if there's a good resource, uh, I, I I think that's good. And then you know, if you if you if you want, you could have leveraged it. Mm. You know, like really, if you if you don't like the way that one part of the SBC is talking about racial reconciliation, then then articulate it better for your people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's, there's, there's something there to talk about. Um, and yeah, certainly I think we should all be showing that the foundation of our reconciliation is in Christ and, uh, and we should encourage our people to live that out. That's the thing. We are reconciled in Christ, but you still have to live it out. Yes. Just because you are, you know, you have the reconciliation offered to you in Christ's atoning work doesn't mean that you have personally embraced it. Uh, you can stand against it in in some practical ways. You know, you can uh, you can not want it in certain situations. So, all this to say, man, I guess I guess the reason I, I thought this was something worth talking about is because I, we just need to do better at talking with each other, trying to understand each other. And then um, maybe not assuming the worst about every tweet that we see mm. online. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we've got that all-access exclusive content. We got Banter Truth on Tuesdays. Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head on over to drvotion.com slash all access to register today. Later.